Welcome to Active Word with Bishop Ishmael Sam of the Loyalty House International, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Called of God, he ministers under the anointing of his father, Bishop Dag Heward Mills. Bishop Sam is the resident bishop of the Loyalty House International, Abbey Dawenya, of the Dawenya Afenya Link Road. He oversees many churches, both in Ghana and abroad. May the power of God be activated in your life today as you listen to Active Word. something good is passing your way today. Are you sure you believe it? Do you believe Jesus of Nazareth is passing your way? How many of you believe your friend is passing your way? How many of you believe money is passing your way? But Jesus of Nazareth is passing. If that is your belief and you are sure of it, then put your hands together for Jesus and take your seats in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Welcome to church where God lives. And um, let's turn our Bibles to Galatians chapter 6. Verse 6 following. Galatians chapter 6, verse 6 following. In the King James Version, it says, Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good 
things. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. So, Galatians chapter 6, 6 and 7. Those who are taught the word should share all good things with their teacher. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Hallelujah. And then the next verse, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. These are two very powerful scriptures. I'll read on and I'll come back to it. The next verse. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Next verse. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Next verse. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men. All men. Especially unto them who are of the household of faith. So that's Galatians chapter 6, 6 to 10. And I'm going to read from the Common English Bible so that we understand it better. Those who are taught the word should share all good things with their teacher. Those who are taught the word should share all good things with their teacher. Make no mistake. God is not mocked. A person will harvest what they plant. Those who plant only for their own benefit will harvest devastation from their, selfish, from their selfishness. But those who plant for the benefit of the spirit will harvest eternal life from the spirit. Verse 9. Let us not get tired of doing good. Let us not get tired of doing good. Because in time, we will have a harvest if we don't give up. Hallelujah. Because in time, we will have a harvest if we don't give up. So then, let's work for the good of all whenever we have an opportunity. And especially for those in the household of faith. So it says, you know, you had the word opportunity, isn't it? So it's like there are opportunities for things. Whilst we have the opportunity, let us use it. Amen. Now, this month, originally, first Sunday in October of every month, as um, Galatians 6 Sunday, originally. But as a denomination, we decided to shift ours to the last Sunday of the month of October. Last Sunday of the month of October and first Sunday of November. So these two weeks, last Sunday of the month of October and then first Sunday of the month of November. Because I want you to benefit 
from this period. Hallelujah. This is a period that opportunity is given to us to practice a very important spiritual thing. Opportunity. As we have opportunity, there are so many kinds of sowing. So many kinds of sowing. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, whenever you sow, if you sow to your flesh, there's even a sowing to the flesh. Do you get it? And if you sow to your flesh, you reap corruption. Sowing to the flesh means that you are soaking yourself in fleshly things. Every evening you are watching pornographic film. You are sowing. Do you get it? You reap. Reaping means that your mind will not be spiritual. You always be thinking of other things. Do you get it? And if you also sow to your selfish gains, it means that there are people, when they are giving to you, they are not giving to you because of God. They are giving to you because of what they will benefit from it. Do you get it? Like if a man is sowing um, one lunch, say, let's go for lunch. Do you get it? it, is it it's not always like that. Sometimes, yes, pure love from God. But other times, he is sowing to a selfish game because he wants to reap something. You see, he wants to reap something. And you know what he wants to reap. And you know what she also wants to reap. Do you get it? So that the reaper and the repeat, they all understand. They all understand what is happening. <laughs> they all know. So they all flow with the flow. Amen. So it's an opportunity. So opportunities are opportunity of doing good to all of the household of faith. It's a good opportunity. Do you understand? As you have the opportunity. As you are in church, when people are in church, look at them. There are people you can help in the church. It's part of the opportunities. It's not every time that you have opportunity to sow to somebody. I get what I'm saying. So it's part of it. But today, the kind of seed we are talking about is the seed of the teacher who teaches you every good thing. Hallelujah. The teacher who teaches you every good thing. And in the United Denomination, we have many teachers. But we have one teacher. We have many fathers, but we have one father. Hallelujah. We have many pastors, but we have one pastor. Hallelujah. And I know the blessing. I know the blessing. I know the anointing. I know the benefit. And I know the power of this that God has put on this teacher. And on this pastor. And on this father. Hallelujah. So that if we take the opportunity to bless this anointing and honor this anointing, then we ourselves will also be blessed. Amen. So today, as part of preparing to understand, understand why we should do Galatians 6.6, I'm going to teach about honor. Honor. Because honor is what will make you do this with meaning and understanding and do it with the spirit. Hallelujah. Do it with understanding and do it in the spirit. So, I want to read from Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. Please are here with me. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute 
to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom. Fear to whom fear. And honor to whom honor. Hallelujah. Everyone his due or her due. Hallelujah. And so, honoring is a biblical command. It's a biblical command. And God makes us to know that it is not everyone who is due honor in a certain sense. Every level and the honor you are due. You get it. Every level and the honor you are due. So, in, especially in terms of relationships, Anna is very critical in terms of relationship. Anna is very, very critical. And you see that in terms of levels of Anna, as I said, they are due. The Anna you give to your cousin can never be the same as the Anna you give to your father or nephew. Do you get it? Or your friend. You may not even need to give any Anna. Do you get it? Just flow. You flow, I flow. You get it. So everyone, he's due. So there are some people who are due honor. Some people are due fear. Amen. You see, some people are due fear. And some people are due honor. Like someone said, I want you to know that I don't fear you. You don't fear because you are not due, you don't, you are not due fear. But some people are due fear. Amen. So it is good to honor. Hallelujah. Now, I want us to talk about some important figures to Anna, and then we'll go to blessings of Anna, and we'll continue. For the whole month, we're going to talk about the spirituality of Anna, and understanding Anna, and those who Anna. Hallelujah. Now, the first group of people you should honor, the first person is Anna the father. Anna the father. And it will give life to your relationship with your heavenly father. And if you read our pastor's book, Those Who Honor. So you see that as you are taught, even as I'm teaching, let the, that is taught, communicate. Do you get it? Even as I'm teaching, I'm teaching from the teacher's word. The teacher's book. The teacher's word. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you know that this is the teacher I am honoring. There's no confusion in your mind about anything. You don't have to be confused. If you are confused, then you are very confused. You got a problem. Amen. So, honor the Father, and it will give life to your relationship with your heavenly Father. 1 Samuel 2.30. It said, Wherefore, the Lord God of Israel said, I said indeed, that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now, now the Lord saith, be it far from me. Oh, somebody is in trouble. Somebody is in trouble. And this troubled person is Eli. This troubled person is Eli. So when you go to verse 29, when you go to verse 29, you see that Eli had a problem and he was going to have a problem. He said, Wherefore kick ye at my sacrifice 
and at my offering, which I have commanded in my habitation, and honored thy sons above me. So this was the problem of Eli. You see, the, pro the, the trouble that he's going to find himself in was as a result of this. When he honored his sons above God, above God, to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Now, what was happening? Eli had two sons. Who know their names? David and Goliath. Eli had two sons. Their names. You see, we have stopped looking at my face. Eli had two sons. Their names. Oh, some are smiling. Hophni and Phinehas. Did you get it? Hophni and Phinehas, when their father made them to be in the temple worship with him, and the woman brought the sacrifice, they will take the chiefest part of the sacrifice, and then they will go and use the intestines and things, and go and, the intestines, there's some part where that is nice. The things that were not nice about the sacrifice, they would take the towel, they would take the, the towel is the one that is very nice, if it's in the light soup. Mm -hmm. It's very nice, that one, the towel. So, that one is what, the, is it a stomach inner? Okay. So, then they would go and eat it. Then they would go and give the bad ones. And then people, and not only that also, they were also even, the women who were helping them to serve, like the worshippers, the prayer meeting people, the uh, area fellowship leaders were around them. Then they were also sleeping with them. Do you get it? And not that Eli didn't know. He was told. Eli was told that this is what your children are doing. Do you get it? But instead of Eli tell, Eli solving it, he didn't. He didn't, so he just... Watch it to go on. Play on. Yellow card. Play on. No, even not yellow card. Play on. So as they were playing on, you see, look at how God saw it. God saw it as he was honoring his children more than him. Do you get it? He was honoring his children more than him. So sometimes when your children are doing that which is wrong in the, according to the word of God, and you don't discipline them, because of fear that you lose them. You know, sometimes you are afraid to talk in their face because you lose church. Many churches are honoring their members more than God. Yes. Because some, some important members are doing some bad things. Instead of telling them to their face, about Kenenim, instead of telling them to their face, they are not saying anything. They allow them to sit in the front. They allow them to lead um, the uh, uh, harvest team. They are allowed to do all those things. You see, it's, it's like you are honoring them above God. You are honoring them above God. And God doesn't like that. Do you get it? God doesn't like that. And like in some places, when somebody does anything bad and a person is not important, you discipline the person. But when the person is important, you play on. You are afraid to talk about it. Do you get it? These are some of the things that, I mean, this is exactly what Eli was doing. So God saw this as dishonor 
So then he, he said, wherefore have you done that? Be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. Do you get it? So this is the problem. God is saying that you are not honoring me by what you are doing. You are not honoring me by what you are doing. They brought the offering to me. They didn't bring it to your children. And the people are serving in the church because of me, not because of you and your children. So why are you not honoring me? Why are you not honoring me? And they despise me. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. So realize if you despise God, it is, it is equal to dishonor. Do you get it? So in some places, you don't see dishonor, you see despise. It's the same. You are dishonoring. Hallelujah. So we must know that God is the creator of heaven and the earth. And we need to what? Honor him. And he doesn't take his honor lightly at all. At all. He doesn't take it lightly at all. Amen. Some honor, you know, some of you, it's not like your, wherefore do you dishonor me by honoring your children? Sometimes by honoring your wife. Yes. Sometimes like by honoring your wife. Because some of you, your wives are misbehaving when it comes to the things of God. And instead of telling them that either you or God, either you or God, it's as simple as that. Either you or God. You won't say it because you are afraid to dishonor, so to speak, your wife. And you rather dishonor God. And sometimes it's the husband. Either you or God. What if he leaves me? What will I do? You will know that men are scarce these days. Men, good men are hard to find. Is that what they say? I see. Good men are hard to find. Hey, what about good women? You are thinking about it. <laughs> I thought the women were also talk. You have made a man to say good men are, and you are quiet. Hey, good men are hard to find. So you won't say anything. You've forgotten that some people were able to say that, look, we are not careful to give you any answer. Even if we don't find a good man, we are not going to compromise honoring our God more than you. We are not going to compromise our honor to man more than God. You can take your good manship away. I will honor God. Hallelujah. So, honor God. Hallelujah. Honor God. And some of you, you honor your work more than honoring God. You see, signs of honor. Signs of honor is very important too. I mean, I can know that many Ghanaians especially honor the American embassy more than God. Oh, I know it. Many Ghanaians honor even the Serbian embassy more than God. Yes. Like artists has reigned. 
and the road is bad. If any Ghanaian has to go, has a visa appointment this morning, do you think the person will not go? How many of you think the person will not go? So you see, Anna, the real Anna is this kind of things. Many of us honor our, even our jobs, more than we honor God. And God says, careful. Wherefore, the Lord of Israel said, I said indeed, thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now, I've changed my mind. Hey. God was going to bless. The people have made God angry just by not honoring him. Yes. And do not be deceived. God knows why we send the test. But God knows, God knows that if it was the director of God. Moons and stars are hard. That's better. You will go. This morning, even if you have to sit behind Okada and go, you will go. Because you wouldn't want not to go for that interview or that meeting. So this prophecy, don't think it's only Eli who has to, all of you have to receive this prophecy. I mean, all of you who have to receive. Yes. The word of God is a two-edged sword. Some of you, like some of you are always blasting politicians, blasting politicians, blasting politicians, that even your own house. I don't want to give that example. I was going to give you a certain example. You can't even organize a few things in the house. And now somebody who is taking the whole of water, uh, I say water, water lake, VRA, Water River Authority, we dam to provide power. And power that you are providing that some, are, some people even want to sabotage you. And you start to overcome all and do it. And you criticize you are your own house. Hey. Hmm. <laughs> Amen. So you should honor God. Hallelujah. Please, me have told you one of the ways to show honor to God is to give him his worship and his praise. Do you get it? So when praise and worship is going, and I see a small little girl come out, and I see other people standing there looking, I wonder, who do you think you are? I mean, who do you think you are? How's the next person sitting there? Who at all do you think you are? That you, dear, you can't go and, and, and worship some. A small girls and boys who should, who should worship. Hey. It is still not sinking. It is still not sinking. Hey. So, Anna, God. Hallelujah. Number two, Anna Jesus, and it will give life to your relationship with Him. It's when you, when you honor God, it will give life to your relationship with God. And Anna Jesus. And you see, honoring God, God sees things you don't see. You. 
all of us sitting here, we are naked before God. Nothing can be hidden. Every one of you, what is on your mind? Me, I can't know. But God knows. Honor mm. Jesus and to give life to your relationship. Why? And how do we honor Jesus? Do you get it? Every time you see that, he shows you what to do. In Matthew 10, 40, he says, He that received you, received me. And he that received me, received him that sent me. Do you get it? So, Bible teaches how to honor Jesus. Yes. Bible teaches how to honor Jesus. By receiving a man who is sent by God. Is that not so? Yes. Yes. If I want to show honor to the president, and then the president sent somebody to me, and then the president came, I didn't open my gate to you. I even spoke to him for the other side. Get away. Who am I disrespecting? It's the president. It's the sender. Do you get it? So you honor Jesus by receiving the person that Jesus has sent to you. Because many people, um, they hide behind this type of thing. And so, these people, they are this, they are that. If Jesus himself was here, we'll do the same thing. When Jesus was alive, you know that his disciples didn't know that he was Jesus. I mean, Jesus as we know him. That's why after he spoke and spoke and spoke, Thomas asked him, where are you going to? Show us the way. And he could have asked so many other questions, but he just asked that one. Well, we are all here with you. Your mother born you. We saw you had so many problems and all this. And he was still talking as if you have something we don't know. Tell us. Tell us. what is. So they didn't really know who he was. They said, are you sure? I want, I want to see. That's why Jesus, Jesus said, blessed are those who have not seen and they believe. Do you get it? So it's Anna. That's how Jesus sees Anna. Luke 10, 16. He that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despiseth you, despiseth me. And he that despiseth me, despiseth him that sent me. Yes. So that is how it is. That's how it is. So you need to honor Jesus. Hallelujah. You honor Jesus by also doing good to the list of the brethren. The list of the brethren. Matthew 24, Matthew 25, 40. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these brethren, you have done it unto me. So when you are honoring Jesus, it means when you are doing something for the least of the brethren, you are actually honoring Jesus. Because you are doing it because of God. Because of God, you are going the extra mile. Hallelujah. Extra mile. So I'm teaching you, if you say you are honoring, signs of honor. There are some of you here, one day I gave somebody an advice. And I realized the person didn't, the person despised my advice. You see, the person despised my advice. Because as they were going through issues, and I was involved, I knew that 
this is what is going to happen if you don't do A, B, C, D. And then when I told the person, I said, what I've told you, if you discuss with any elderly person, the first question you will ask is, how old is your, your pastor? That's the first question you will ask you. How old is your pastor? And the second thing you tell you, your pastor is very inexperienced in life. But what I'm telling you is also what will make the thing work. That's what I told her. Then she went and did exactly opposite of what I told her. And exactly what I told her, the person indirectly told her. Because yes, it shows some inexperience if you say it to anybody who doesn't know the issues well. You see, because sometimes when you bring your matter and the person is talking to you, the person knows something more. Do you get it? Yes. Sometimes husbands and wives come to me and they are talking to me about their marriage. And then when the man says something, the woman is angry that the man has said, he said, you are painting me black. And I said, oh, is this painting black? Because he, she didn't need to tell me, I already know it. Do you get it? And also, what is this painting black matter you are talking about? You came to solve an issue. So then you hide the real issues. You hide the real issues. This week, I had to go and see, I had an appointment with my doctor. And when I went, my doctor was a lady. And he said, move your Lie down. Cartosta carandes. Emba tarontes alabandas. Yes. But you see, the person was giving me proper care. Proper medical care. And attention. <laughs> Amen. And all among God, I think, I, I'm, I, it's just normal so, before you think that what is wrong. <laughs> Honor the Holy Spirit and it will give you life in your relationship. Amen. Honor the Holy Spirit and it will give you life in your relationship with him. Yes. Honor the Holy Spirit. And it will give you life in your relationship with him. Yes. By even Rollins, you know, one day Rollins was giving a speech. And the lady was holding the umbrella. And they, they gave it to a man. Rollins got angry. It's a small comfort you get to. You are changed it. You are giving to. Then the lady should come back. Yes. So, your relationship with the Holy Spirit will give you life. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10. You know, I'm just teaching us about Anna. And this year, we want to break some alabaster bus of ointments. Hallelujah. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said we want to do what? Break some alabaster bus of ointments. Amen. Honor the Holy Spirit and it will give you life in your relationship with him. Hebrews 10, 29. 
of how much sorrow punishment suppose ye shall if suppose ye shall he be taught worthy who had trodden on the foot the son of God and had counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified and holy thing and had done despite had had done despite unto the spirit of grace you despite the spirit of grace that's this Anna. I get what I'm saying. So Anna, actually, Anna is a spiritual thing. No? Anna is a spiritual thing. And you see, to Anna the Holy Spirit, what it means is that where is the Holy Spirit? Where is the Holy Spirit? Gabby, where is the Holy Spirit? Where can you find the Holy Spirit? Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why did he say the Spirit of God is upon him? Because of what? Because of what? Because of what? Because he has anointed me. So when you say honor the Holy Spirit, when you are, when you are honoring the anointing, do you get it? You are honoring the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the anointing. Do you get it? So that is why sometimes... Many people don't understand. They say that, how can educated people, how can people who have so much intelligence just let these small boys and girls make them do things? And they are also obeying. What they don't know is that there is not whether small boy or girl. They are honoring the anointing. Do you get it? These same people will not say that how come grown-ups are saluting a 20-year-old sub-lieutenant in the army. They will not say that. But the reason why the grown-ups are saluting the, a 20-year-old sub-lieutenant is because of the rank. The position is in, that's all. It's not that they are mad. How many of you have been seeing a policeman directing traffic and stopping you that you know you can collect the person and throw him away? You know you can collect the person at the same time away and move your way. But why don't you do that? You give a certain honor because of the authority. Authority. That is why the authority. He says, stay, you stay. It's the same principle. So when you are honoring the anointing, you are, you are, you are, anointing, you are honoring the Holy Spirit. That is the only way to honor the Holy Spirit. We don't see the Holy Spirit. We don't see the Holy Spirit. And if you, if you see the Holy Spirit, you, by the time, you, you disappear. Your sins alone. You see, of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit is the one who cannot stand sin at all. God the Father is the Father. God the Son is the one who has come to shed his blood for you. But how about God the Holy Spirit? That's any time you are talking to him, you plead the blood. You don't talk to him by heart. There's no way to give not God or give not Son. Say, give not the Holy Spirit. Give not the Holy Spirit. Amen. He can easily be grieved. So when you are despising him and you can't see that he's also there, then he's grieved. And the anointing is the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That is why you don't have to follow somebody you don't think is anointed. Because it means that you are despising the Holy Spirit. 
So when I told this lady, she went and did exactly the opposite of what I've said. And as I told her, they are divorced. They are divorced. And I told her, I said, I told you that this is what is going to happen. Do you get it? But I'm the same person. I met somebody who has divorced his wife for not less than 15 years or so. I may be wrong, maybe 10 to 15 years. I just met a person. We were talking. And I started talking to the person. He started listening to me. After about one and a half years, I went to officiate and re-officiate a marriage of the one he had divorced. The same person. The same person. Because he, he unnet the anointing. He saw that this person is different. Different. And in the same church, others divorced. And one day, a pastor called me that the person's husband has come to see um, him. So I should call the person's wife to come and see him. And I told him, are you a pastor? He said, yes. So I said, what are you going to tell that I haven't told him? If I, to, I told the person, if I were you, I would ask him and I would tell him, go back to your pastor. Go back to your pastor and do what your pastor is And I said, what are you going to tell him? He didn't call again. As I'm talking to you today, they have remarried and they are in the church. You will never know. They are remarried. Because, because one person recognized that there's anointing. There's anointing. And I will, I will go by the anointing. Another person didn't want to. Another anointing. And me too, if you're a pastor, you call me. What I have in my mind, I'll tell you. Unless you don't call me. If you call me, they'll tell you. I ask you, what do you think you're going to tell? I've been told them. Tell me. Fortunately, I did not see him before, so it was easy to talk. So, and there are many of you here. I've told you things. But you see, you have not gone to the level of honor. Because you look at the person and you can't honor. You can't honor. Hey, so you are the one not being blessed. So honor the spirit. And you honor the spirit by honoring the anointing. That's why David, God loved David. You see, people don't know why God loves people. Yes. And yet last week something happened there. I got to know why God loves people. You know, I said that there was somebody who sent a test around and then was saying all manner of things. Remember last week? And I said I sent a test. I insulted the person. In fact, I didn't know the person was in church. So I preached by and faced him again in church. But you know what happened? When we closed... But you see, what I said here was just a, a 1% of what I said on the chat. Oh, I really gave it to him. Pa. Pa, honestly. But when we closed from church, then this person came with a group to come and apologize. And and you see, the only thing I said to myself was that how many Christians these days would do what this guy has done? If it was you, you just take your bag and say, after all, there are many churches. There are many churches. I've stopped the church. I'm going to another church. 
If you know the same church, the other denomination, I'm going to another denomination. How many of you do that? So I realized that in spite of all that he had done, he was far, far, far better than so many of you people sitting here. Far, far better. So I told her, brother, you have won my heart. You have won my heart. Like I've come to even love you more. I've come to love you more. So that is when I said, ah, that's how God loved David. Because how? Small thing Saul did. He said, you have taken the throne from him. Then David took somebody's wife and organized his murder. And then took the wife really too. And after that, you give David out of that relationship, you bring a Solomon, the wisest man that has ever lived. And said, David is a man after my heart. I'm sure that David did something that touched God's heart. And you know one of the things David did? He honored the anointing. He honored the anointing. And you know that honor he did the anointing. Many times David had opportunity to kill Saul. He didn't kill Saul. Even though Saul was after him to kill him. And one day his people, Amobere said, Saul is here. We can kill him. He said, no, no, touch not my anointed. Touch not my anointed. So even though Saul, so David didn't kill Saul, not because of anything. No. He, he only said because of the anointing. When we were doing IRS in school, they said David was a calculated politician. That's how they saw it. It means that he was, he was strategizing. He knew what he was doing to win the heart of people. So I grew up with that till I got born again. Yes. So he saw the anointing because of the anointing. This is because of the anointing. Hallelujah. It's because of the anointing. This morning, my son was telling me that I was talking about somebody. He said, this person is very humble. And I said, why are you saying that? He said, you tell the person anything, the person will do it. And the person is supposed to take me somewhere. I've not even told the person. Then I said, oh, when he comes, I'll tell him. And he will go. I said, eh. Then he made a sense. The person is humble. I said, why are you saying that? He said, when this person came to my school, you have no idea. I said, yes. He's not doing it because he's doing it because he's, he knows what anointing is. He's respecting the anointing. That's as simple as that. So when you see that somebody respects the anointing, it's not, it's not you can't come and cry and come and no, 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 no. We are things that makes you do things. You get what I'm saying? Hey, we talk, we talk about Galatians. Is this. Am I preaching to you? I respected the anointing. Yes. You see, even in this church, eh, there are people who know I'm anointed. And their dreams are even different. Many times people call me with dreams. Their dreams are different. And when I tell you the dreams, that is some of you, I don't want to tell you things because everything you have your own understanding. Everything, even my daughter, you have an understanding of it. Everything you have your own understanding. Do you see? But at least I've had people call me. One person called me. And you see, I'm saying that because I know the level of where they receive the anointing. And their dreams are different. Their dreams are different. Amen. I think you want to take a few more. Let me just continue. So, seven times he refused to touch the anointing. 
David, the opportunity. Refusing to turn the anointing means refusing to gossip about the anointed. Some of you think it's only when you are having a sword in your hand to pierce the anointed. No. When you sat in your room and they brought a complaint and you sat down and you tear the anointed apart, you were actually attacking the Holy Spirit. You are attacking the Holy Spirit. When people are writing all manner of things about your anointed and you read it on you read it on in the papers, you listen to some of the news and you didn't want to talk, but in your heart, you and the people, hey, I did so much boy. It's like you see, you have you, you don't know that. You see, that's what Jesus told Saul. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? You cannot kick against the pricks and win. As Saul was going around thinking that he was killing uh, disciples, he was actually fighting Jesus. He was fighting Jesus. I get what I'm saying. So, your, your, your relationship with the Holy Spirit is determined by your respect. And that's what will make you Anna. Anna. Look, in this church, you know when you call, there's something called call waiting. There are some people, and when I call them, and you can hear that, the number you are calling is another call. Please, please stay on the line or call back later. Some of you, when I do that immediately, I'll say, cut. I'll cut it. But there are some people, I will stay on the line. I know unless the call they are on is very, 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 and there are some people, so there are some calls very important. No way, no reason. But at the, they will, whatever call they are, they will cut it and talk to me. And then I'll ask them, were you not on a call? And so let's, let's finish with you. Let's finish with you. Are you, have you said you are different? Even you, when you finish, you even forgot to return the call. When you finish, you even forgot to return the call. I had to call you, but I said, did you see my missed call? Do you get it? Is that so? Okay. <laughs> you forgot to return the call. So, and there's something I know that, hey, no, so I don't bother to stop. I know they will pick the call. They will pick the call. Are you get what I'm saying? That is Anna. That's Anna. Hey, am I speaking to you or I'm talking to other people? Okay. 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 Wonderful. Honor your prophet and to give you to give life to your relationship with your prophet. It is good to have a relationship with your prophet. Mark 6, 4 to 5. It says, But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is without honor, but in his own country, and among his own kin, and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work, save laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Look at Jesus. Mighty Jesus. Because they didn't give him honor. He couldn't do anything. No mighty works. Hallelujah. No mighty works. So it means a mighty works comes when honor is done. And, it, and I hear testimonies upon testimonies of mighty works. 
mighty works. Hallelujah. Mighty works. Amen. Honor fathers and it will give life to your relationship with fathers. Honor fathers. And it's very important. And this I'm talking about two kinds of fathers. Your spiritual father and your biological father. You know, for me, I know that a certain blessing has come to my life because of a certain respect I gave to my father some time ago. And what was that thing? I saw something because I was privileged to be in his tent around that time. And every man has a right to his tent. And in his tent, he must be free. When you go into his tent, you see anything, you have no business publishing it. And that was a, that was a problem of harm. So, I had to, I don't know, somehow, somewhere, I don't know how it happened, but I was the one who was there. And I saw something. It wasn't anything sexual, so don't think about it. I saw something. And at that time, we are nine boys, one girl. The first six or five were all in the same things. The same bad boys, the same everything. Do you get it? Everything, so we're bad. But up till today, I didn't even, I was just a child. I was just a child. I just finished O level. I was just a child. And I saw it. I never, in fact, two things. Even my heart has, even my she walk and my heart has bent. Oh, me and my okay, no, no, no. My heart has jammed. <laughs> my heart has skipped the beat. The beat, no. Me and my My heart has skipped the beat. The second one, I even shudder to think about it. But I never in my life, I didn't know God. I was a child. In fact, the first one, I'm sure I was about six years or so. Then the second one, I'm sure I was about when I finished this one, I think I was 17 and a half or something. Eight, O level. 16 or something, something like that. One, two, three. I'm, I mean, calculate it. Somewhere there. I never, never told anybody and will never tell anybody. And one day, God told me that this is one of the reasons why you are blessed. Yeah. So this is one of the reasons why you are blessed. So I, res I, I really believe this spiritual principle. This spiritual principle. I mean, it is so, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing that I would never, it will go down beneath the grave. And it's nothing sexual. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, Anna, fathers, it's a blessing. And fathers, God has given to some of you. Your mothers are father figures in your lives. He said, Anna, your father and your mother. Mother. Amen. It's a blessing. It's a blessing that there's all spirituals will not understand. They don't understand the relationship of this that you didn't tell anybody and your blessing. They will not understand. And if I God added something, he said, because of this, but I won't tell you what he said. 
because of this. Yes. Because of this. So, that one was not a blessing. Because of this, that is why I won't do ABCD. No. So, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to honor fathers. And then God has given us spiritual fathers also. And you, you agree with me that spiritual fathers also play a very important role in your lives. And honor them. Hallelujah. When you honor your spiritual fathers, you are blessed. Then read Ephesians. Now, I don't take anything for granted. Ephesians 6, 2, and 3. You think everybody knows, but they've not even read it before. Ephesians 6, 2, and 3. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live longer on the earth. Ah, can you imagine you are insulting your father and then the pastor has given you oil, oil of long life. Hey, oil of long life. You are insulting your father at home and they give you oil of long life. Cost 90. Yes. Hallelujah. So Anna, Anna, hallelujah. Anna, your pastor and it will give life to your relationship with your pastor. And in this case, in UD, we have one pastor. We have one pastor. And our one pastor is my father who brought me to ministry. Bishop Dahiwad Mills. That's my, I don't, I don't care what you think, but that is my father. Yes. That's my father who brought me to ministry. That is, that is Anna, your pastor. He's my pastor. His book is what I'm reading. His books is what I've read. Ah, that I've become fat. Hey. People give me Anna because of my father, not because of me. They give me Anna because of the father I have. Do you think that if you and your father's daughter, it doesn't have a daughter or son? Do you think that if your father has a daughter and you and he, her go to a place and they, they see the two of you, they, they will treat you the same? Because, but if he, he leaves power, that way it can be different. Are you get what I'm saying? Yes. So the father you have will determine the honor you get. Some of you, the work you are doing is because even of the father you have. So when he went, so, oh, you go to this church, oh, this man is your pastor. Oh, you got a job. You got a job. Amen. Hallelujah. If the way you are standing will be the same way you honor with your substance, then this Galatians says, says it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. You, you know the person who said that? See that, let me tell the person who said that. You know, one day there was an election in Ghana, and somebody said that when he went for the campaign, people came. So at the eve of the election, they asked him, do you think you are going to win the election? If the way the people came for my, my campaign is the same way they will vote, then too sure, I'm the president of Ghana. But when the results came, it was like a wedding announcement. When everybody will clap, but nobody will come. Yeah. So, 
if the way you stood is the same way you honor, then God bless you. Amen. Hmm. 1 Timothy 5.17 Let the elders that rule well counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. Elders that rule well. Do you have a father who rules well? Look at our daddy. Look. Sometimes you are amazed. You are amazed. And then, after the doctrine and the word, even today I'm going to launch another book. After the book, there is no problem. There's no problem that if you have, you cannot take a book, if only you believe in anointing, and read it and solve that problem. There's no problem that he hasn't written about. Are you getting me? Spiritual, whatever. Every problem is there. He rules well. He should be counted of what? Double honor. And he labors in the word. Hallelujah. And you'll be blessed. You don't have any problem at all. You don't have any problem at all. Amen. John 5.23. I'm just quoting verses. I'll be closing soon. That all men should honor the son, even as they honor the father. He that honoreth not the son, honoreth not the father which had sent him. The same way, do you get it? So they are of double honor and honor them. Hallelujah. Okay, honor your husband and it will give life to your marriage relationship. Are you with me, Akos? Honor your husband and it will... Give life to your relationship. Hallelujah. Because honor flows from like this, down up. God has set the order. Amen. Honoring doesn't make you inferior. Yeah. That's how people are proud though. That's how people are proud. Because they feel that if I give honor to this person, then what about? Yeah, you are proud. Honor. So, you need to honor wives. If you want a relationship to heal, show honor. Honor. How do wives honor husbands? How do wives honor? When Joseph was released from prison to go and meet Pharaoh, eh, to go and meet, uh, yes, the Pharaoh, he went with honor. When he was, he know that he has been in prison for a long time. He hasn't shaved his armpit. He hasn't shaved his beard. He hasn't shaved other players. I mean, he hasn't shaved and so many things. So, he decided that I cannot go and meet the king like that. I cannot meet the king like that. So, please, can you give me a razor? Or oh, those are the one that the Wanzams use. Knife that has been. Can you give me a razor? And he used it. And he shaved. Put things in order. Hey! You, you are a forest. 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 You are like a jungle with all sorts of gorillas and things in the jungle. 
And I don't know, even it's almost like dreadlocks, dreadlocks. You are a Rastafarian over there. Over there, you are a Rastafarian. Hey! Hey! And then, when Pharaoh comes, then Joseph appears on camp. I don't know why when you are going to the office, your nice panties you wear to the office. I, I don't understand. Then when you're at home, you say, oh, I'm in the kitchen, I'm working. So you wear the bola one, the bola one. The big one that when you put it up, it comes here like this. It comes here like this. Ah! Is it a parachute or something? And so, and then when you're going to bath, you know, the man saw it. Immediately, the man just decided to watch GTV. <laughs> watch GTV because no Anna, nothing. I mean, I'm just watch GTV and be happy. Yeah, yeah. Even the GTV is, is, is watching adult education in Zima. <laughs> adult education in Zima. Can you imagine? It doesn't speak in Zima, but the program was adult education in Zima or Dagbani. That's what he's watching because that means it's better than what he's seen. It's better than what he's seen. Adult education in Zima, he just watches it. Meanwhile, if you had honored and you have put on the, that one that you took to the office, when he saw it, he would even put off the television. And said, I have better things to watch than this television. No, nothing. No, DSTV. No, go Ghana. Nothing. Go Ghana day there right now. You are the TV. You are the TV. Yeah. When you honor. When you honor. Yeah. Hmm. The best time to put on perfume is when you are going to sleep. Not the best time to put on perfume is when you are going to work. I mean, I don't understand whether splash or pe- yeah, the body, body splash. Yeah, gentlemen, the next best time to put on that your thing, your after shave, uh, nice thing. You know, that's the time. So even when you put her hair there, like she doesn't want to move her hair. Hey! Ah, I'm talking about Anna. Why did I get into this? Ah, Anna, your husband. Anna, your husband. Ah, he's part of the Anna. He's part of the Anna. He's part of the Anna. Ah. So Anna, when you honor, then the person will also be good. Good relationship. Your husband is talking to you. You will not look at this at his face. You are still sending tests. It's like some it's like some giraffe who is conversing with you. Then you are still sending tests. You don't even look at it, then you answer. Then test. Then you answer. You are cutting carrot. 
And you, it's like the person is like some. It's not respect. One day I heard somebody telling somebody. I'm talking to look at my face. And I said, wow. Because it is somebody talking to your face like this. When you are, I don't even know, there's a fancy word for you food. When you are in sin, something like that. Honor. Amen. Honor is not only learning to come and say things at your wedding. They say, eh, eh, my, my pet name is my Lord. And so, as you are even my Lord in the person, you are dishonoring the person. My Lord. It's better you call him my goat. And then you know that that's it. Yes. So honor. Amen. Honor by giving it to the experience. You are not a cadaver. Amen. So at this juncture. <laughs> look at the small boys. <laughs> I can't believe this. It looks as if these ones are even enjoying the message than, than those who are there. You see, this one, look at these people. See, see, see. They are enjoying the message. Then they, look at the people that they are quietly looking at me. Hey! 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 Let me stay here because this people, are, this people are enjoying the this people are enjoying the message. This guy say they are not enjoying the message at all. Yeah. Yes. Oh no, it's true. Active participation in American counseling book. We have something we call dutiful sex. You know how so many married people here. I can't have. Married counseling. You know, I have to talk. So this one is also married counseling. Dutiful sex. Uh huh. Last week somebody sent me the thing about CNN. I received another one, a research from Oxford or Cambridge or something about the benefits of that thing. That thing that I said last week. That thing. Mm-hmm. And they, they say benefit. The benefit after fifty. <laughs> hey, is that people have me really saw? <laughs> anyway, so Anna, hallelujah. Now I have just two minutes. And the two minutes is the rewards of Anna. The rewards of Anna. This one is very important and I'll continue it later on. John 11, 1 to 4. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, and a sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Have you seen something? 
So it, in other words, it is this Mary who has honored Jesus. That's all that is trying to say. It is this Mary who has honored Jesus. And his brother was sick. Her brother was sick. Therefore, his sister sent out unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Hallelujah. Now, the lesson here is that those who are not experience supernatural power, you experience supernatural. You see, this Mary, because she had honored Jesus, she was about to receive a supernatural power. The blessings of Anna. And she received Jesus because she received him as the one anointed by God, as the son of God. Hallelujah. And she received a supernatural power. Hallelujah. In her house, she also received a great miracle. And we all know the miracle. We'll talk about the miracle. He received a great miracle. And what was the miracle? Lazarus, her brother, died for four days. But because of Anna, Jesus, who couldn't even heal anybody, save a few sick folks where he was dishonored. Now somebody who was, who was dead for four days, something made it to work. And what did he make, make it to work? It's the anointing. The Anna is the Anna. Hallelujah. Those who honor will have personal access. You see, Mary had the had access to God, to Jesus. You see, Mary had access to Jesus, and he could even she could even invite Jesus to her home. She could even invite Jesus to her home. She had access to Jesus. A certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at the feet of Jesus. So you have personal access when you honor. So we have personal access to God. When you honor the Lord with your first and best, you, are, you don't need any prophet to do anything. You have personal access to God. Then those who honor will experience close and intimate fellowship. Hallelujah. Close and intimate fellowship. Hallelujah. And those who honor will experience extra love. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Up to today, people say that Mary was Jesus' girlfriend. Even they made films and things to want to say that Mary was. You see, the love was so deep that people couldn't understand it. People couldn't understand it. Yes. Sometimes people use, they, they use their pastor's picture for DP and your husband become jealous. Yeah. It's genuine love. Mm. So they have to put yours on it so that you show that there's a balance. <laughs> hey! Mm. <laughs> now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Amen. Those who honor receive more honor. Remember, Jesus said that, Very I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she had done shall be spoken for a memorial of her. Hallelujah. 
Because she had it. And those who honor will receive divine protection. Jesus protected Mary. Say, let her alone. When they were criticizing her. Let her alone. Let her alone. So there are blessings of honor. And as we prepare to honor the anointing, let us have this at the back of our minds. You know, one of the things I always ask myself is that, why do people give and they are not blessed? I've been asking this question for a long time. Why do people give and they are not blessed? And must people continue to give? You get it. Because I ask myself, why is the person who doesn't drive a car giving to a check that the person drives a car and still giving? Why should a person give? And I ask that question often to God, especially when I see it. When I'm driving, I see a member or something. I almost every day receive the same answer. That whoever, you see, every man, even this, this Galatians 6, 6, when we read Galatians 6, 4 or so, you see, every man, everybody shall carry his own burden. Do you get it? Everybody shall carry his own burden. Let's see what is correct. Galatians is for. Galatians is for. Ah, 6 5. For every man shall bear his own burden. Do you get it? That means that when you are doing the thing, you personally, you should understand it and do it with understanding. Do you get it? Because every man's work shall be tested. Do it with understanding. As long as, because recently I, I watched some people and I was saying, hey, when would these people ever get to this level? Then the Lord took my mind back to when I was staying with my grandmother. That we also used to do the same thing. We also used to walk the same way. We also so sometimes a human, you have to ask questions of things you are doing. Do you get it? And I realized that wow. So that is why I want you to understand that it is not that we have to do it and you do it without understanding. There is a blessing involved in that thing. So try and understand the blessing so that that blessing will give you that job you want, that anointing. You see, what did anointing do for the Shunammite woman? What did anointing do to, for the Shunammite woman? Did anointing open her womb to get a child that she had thought she would never get? Is that not so? Yes. So when we use the Shunammite example, you should also understand that me too, something should happen for me. It's as simple as that. What the anointing do for the widow woman? Yes, so understand that that thing that they are talking about, there is a blessing involved. That's why I'm saying all these things so that it doesn't become part of the activities of the calendar. But it becomes an opportunity for you to be a Shunammite woman, to be a blessing. Hallelujah. There were many lepers in Israel, but God sent for only Naaman, isn't it? even outside of Israel. And there were many widows. But I went to the widow of Zarephath. Why? And there may be many people here, but God will look good to a person who understands why. Why I'm doing what I'm doing. But this Galatians 6 is, may it be a mega anointing, mega miracle, mega open heavens, May it release. You see, there's some anointing that comes that the doors it opens. It's just something that you cannot understand. May that anointing be released as we come with understanding to honor God's servants. Hallelujah. 
as we come to understand honor God's service. So God willing, take your seat. God willing, last Sunday in October, we are preparing offering of substance, honor of substance. Not that honor that when you give, God will even ask you that we will give it to your MP. I mean, well, I can't imagine. We went to give offering, God was angry. And an offering, offering that to just break the alabaster box. Hallelujah, box. <laughs> alabaster box. And stand still and see the blessing that the Lord is bringing your way in the name of Jesus. Amen. How many of you believe that this message is a breakthrough message? This is a breakthrough message. This is a message to move you from this level to above whatever level. Receive it, brother. Receive it. Come, come, let me pray for you. Come, let me pray for you. Not this one, but don't worry. You let him come first and follow him. I call this one, but you can also come. Thank you, Father, for this one. In the name of God. When Jesus saw their faith, I saw faith by his reaction. Are you in this church? I've never even seen him before. You are with me, Basanta. Abe Basanta. God bless you. God bless you. You are, you are you're also where? New Sebreport Basanta. Wonderful. God bless you. God bless you. Just do it. Just do it. And you'll be blessed. Amen. Powerful. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? So, I don't know what Bishop David and Lady Reverend will do, but sometimes we'll give envelopes. Sometimes, too, you bring your own envelopes. What do you think we should do? As a reminder, we should give you envelopes. Both. We should do both. Okay. But be blessed. Amen. Wonderful. Now, maybe you're also sitting down, but as I preached, you want to give your life to Jesus together with this one. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. You can also stand to your feet and join. Everybody join and come. Stand to your feet and join and come. Stand to your feet and join and come. Ask your brother sitting next to you. Brother, are you born again? Ask your brother, ask your sister, are you born again? Oh, I can see some, nobody, somebody, they, they, they are not moving. Ask somebody, are you born again? Barbara, ask somebody, are you born again? Do you think you go to heaven when you die? What did the person say? What did the person say? Do you think you go to heaven when you die? Because I'm coming to ask you what the person said. Did they, did they all say they will go to heaven when they die? Who is not sure here? Did you get anybody who is not sure? Who? Where? You are not sure. You are not sure. You are sure. Do you all believe you go to heaven when you die? You believe you go to heaven when you die? I also believe it. So let's welcome our visitors who are here today. We know you came as first time today. Some of you are already born again. Some of you too. Maybe this is your first time of responding to the altar call. So all of us who say the sinner's prayer together. After that, Lady Reverend will talk to you. If you came as a visitor, they will talk to you. And we will all go home. So let's pray together. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, 
thank you for today. I believe that Jesus came to die for my sins. And today, I avail myself to the cleansing power of the blood of Jesus by confessing all my sins and accepting Jesus into my heart as my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for accepting me just as I am. From today, I am yours and you are mine in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you for listening to Active Word by Bishop Ishmael Sam. For copies of today's message or any other message by Bishop Sam, please contact us on 0244-534-816 or visit us at Loyalty House International, Abid Dawenya. You can also send Bishop Sam an email at pastorishmael at yahoo.com. For prayer and counseling, you can contact us on 246 939-984 To support this program, send your donations via mobile money to 055-874-2922 or 050-940-0044 You can join us in worship via YouTube and Facebook Live at Bishop Ishmael Sam DHMM Also at Royalty House International HQ page you can also join us in worship this and every Sunday in our powerful gathering service at 9 a.m. at the Loyalty House International Abedowenya. God bless you.